Welcome to another fun-filled episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick, and this is the weekly news and chat show from Bottom of the Street. Ooh, it makes it sound really exciting when you say it like that. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. News and chat show. Like, we're like Parkinson, <laughs> but with no guests. <laughs> We've had the odd guest. Maybe we should... Um, Maybe we should look we into should... getting more Wave guests. Yeah, sure. Now that uh, Now that social restrictions are lifting, as of today, as this episode comes out. We're free. Who, if, like, contact money and um, plane tickets were no ob- <laughs> uh, no object, who would you like to talk to and what about? As in... I mean, I'm, presu- I'm presuming the- it's going to be in the movie world, <laughs> but you take that wherever you want to take it. Does it have to be related to the podcast? I mean, it would probably make sense if it was, <laughs> but no, it, I guess it doesn't have to... <laughs> But my dream guest, podcast-related-wise, is Mason Blair, and I don't know why. I just feel like we'd get on really well with him. I think okay. I've just got a feeling he'd be good to have on. Um, but obviously, if money was no object and it could be anybody, it'd probably be Stephen King. Okay. What about you? Uh, <laughs> let's. Who don't you hear from very often? Stephen I don't, King. I feel like... Um, um, no, I think we can go bigger. We want to... Wanna, bigger? Yeah, like... Mike Flanagan? Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of grabbing like Bobby De Niro or something oh, like that. Oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> or um, Jack Nicholson. I think he might be a bit old now. Is he not a bit? How... Jack Nicholson's got to be going on for ninety. Yeah, that might be a bit of a difficult conversation. I read an interview the other day with William Shatner. He's like just turned ninety. Yeah, he has just turned ninety. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shatner yeah. would be fun. Health, health aside, someone <laughs> who you don't hear from. Probably for a very good reason, because they're all well and done with this farcical business. <laughs> Someone like Gene Hackman, who retired and then... Yeah. Morgan Freeman? Um, oh, imagine if we get Morgan Freeman to do some, like, trails for oh, us. That'd be amazing. <laughs> There's something wrong with my mic stand. It keeps dropping. Bear with me a second. No worries. I've never touched it, and it's just... You know when your mic just drops away from you, and I'm kind of crouching down in my chair now? <laughs> I think I've done it. Re- Record it lying down. <laughs> yeah, be on the floor in five minutes. How have you been? How's your week been? Uh, yeah, pretty good. I don't think there's anything too exciting. I tell you what has happened today. What's that? I, uh, old man uh, <laughs> news. <laughs> okay. Um, we've ha- harvested some potatoes. Oh, nice. Or my my family has while I've been out at work. Are they looking uh, good? And they, yeah, they do actually. Excellent. Never never really grown anything before. There's some. Running runner beans or runaway beans, as my daughter calls them, <laughs> out in the garden. They're looking good. Uh, Proper little you know, farmer. Some sunflowers. Yeah, there's some sunflowers about to bloom. I think. So. Can't eat them. No. Well, <laughs> you, you can, can eat, eat the seeds. seeds. You yeah, can go true. fox molder. <laughs> good X Files reference. Must be that time of year because uh, somebody did it. Because I'm still isolating. Somebody dropped oh, me some. Um, my brother dropped me some raspberries around for a doorstop visit the other day. He's grown some raspberries in his garden. Oh, nice. Completely by accident. There's like a random raspberry bush that you didn't even know was there. It's just oh, produced bonus. shed loads of raspberries. Are you sure they're raspberries? Yeah, they're definitely raspberries. Well, they tasted <laughs> okay. and looked like raspberries. So hopefully okay. they are. So it must be like, is they it didn't... like harvest time? Uh, I think, well, obviously it depends on the bit. I mean, we've had strawberries as well. Because oh, nice. um, they go quite early. Um, but we've got a load of tomatoes. They're not ready. So they're a bit bit later on i guess i guess so um, i love farming chat we should do farming chat more <laughs> i made some strawberry ice cream today oh uh, great i, I was gonna, just gonna say maybe uh with clearly all the millions we'll make from bottom of the street we can 
one day retire to a small holding uh, and and moor the boat and just grow fruit. That sounds like the absolute dream. <laughs> Get me on one of those communes. I'm up for that. Living off grid. Sure. Why not? Let's do it. That's the dream. Uh, still still record podcasts about rubbish movies. Obviously. I'm never going to stop doing that. But we'd just be uh, plant powered. Yeah, let's do it. I can't remember how we got here. No, normally we've gone <laughs> right off on a weird tangent there. How's your week been? I've been largely, largely stationary, inside, yes. I have not moved outside at all, apart from in the garden. Uh, but I've uh, redecorated my kitchen this week. Oh, lovely. All by myself. It's the first time I've done any sort of decorating project without any assistance from the father. Not not you... God, my actual dad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm really happy with how it's come out. It looks awesome. I'm really proud of myself. I'm not going to lie. I, I just... Um, just nobody can I see it. God, I just love the image of you sort of appealing for holy assistance. <laughs> just kneeling on the kitchen floor, just praying, and then open my eyes and the kitchen's decorated. So, what do you need, oh son? That would have been easier. I'd just just some help with the tiling, please, God. <laughs> That would have been easier. It would have saved me three days' work. Maybe I should get into religion. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I'm no expert. Probably but... not. No, I'm really proud. If, he, really is a, if he is around, he's if he is around, he's probably got. Uh, no offense, I'm sure your kitchen is great, but he's probably got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Probably has. But no, I'm really happy with it. It's come out really well. That was my uh, my lockdown Good. lockdown four project. Excellent. Other than that, I've obviously not done anything. <laughs> so I'm sure you're you're gonna. Uh, tell us that you've watched loads of stuff uh, shortly. I've watched in, some uh, stuff in our um, "What have we watched this week?" section. So. I've watched some stuff. Uh, I'm free. I'm free. I'll be free as of when this episode comes out. I'll be a free man again. So, oh, good. good. Back at work. Good. Are we talking about football? Did you watch that on your own? I did. I did. Are we talking about it? That's probably not. Just say, well done. We're proud of you. Yeah, definitely. Proud of everybody on that squad. See you in 18 months, yeah, I guess. Definitely. Yeah, the, as soon as that game went to penalties, we were never winning it. It just it just wasn't happening. And in a way, that's just how it should be. A, yeah, it is. It's like the world's just reset itself, isn't it? England lose on penalties, everybody's happy again. All is well with the world. Winning on penalties is a cheap way to win it anyway. You don't want to win it like that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I would have taken a blatant uh, <laughs> offside or foul after with five minutes to go. Uh, but there you go. Anyway. It was a shame. It was a shame. But that squad's young. We'll um, be fine. We've got a lot of, exactly. a lot of time left in them, them boys. Very, Onwards and upwards. Very proud of all of them. And well done to Italy as well, if we've got any Italian listeners out there. We've got a couple, I think. Yeah, I think so, we uh, yeah. Well done to you boys. Yeah. Except Chiellini, because he's uh, a cheating I will bleep that. <laughs> Do you know what? I I know you're right, but he's just old school, and I love it. Yeah, he it's, is proper old school. It's just oh, it's just a proper throwback, and that's that's great. There was there was like in that there was that one five <laughs> minutes not... of that game where those the, the Italians just lost their heads, and they should have had two red cards. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm not even mad. <laughs> <laughs> so it's mad, isn't it? Just, they were fine all the way through the game and then just lost their heads, just fell off after, with like 10 minutes left. It's like they're going to a wrestling match. Anyway, that's football chat done. Done. Done and dusted. News. What should we do, news? Should we do news? We haven't got, there's not much news, news about this week. It's a, it's a quiet week on the old Netflix front. There's a little bit. Yeah. Not, not, as, uh, not as much as there has been the last couple of weeks. Certainly don't think we've got 40 minutes worth like we did last week. No, definitely not. Um, do you want me to but go maybe. first or do you want to go first? You can start. I was just going to say maybe it will be quality over quantity maybe um, um do you like video go games for it. i sure do i wish i had more time to play them <laughs> same um we've mentioned this before netflix are trying to get into video game streaming yes um, they've actually 
taken some steps in that direction this week. There's, they have employed a new man. He's oh, <laughs> new, got a man in. They've got a man in. He will be the vice president of game development for Netflix. So okay. they're taking it seriously. Um, his name is Mike Verdu, and he used to work for Electronic Arts and Facebook, who are I see. not too very morally nice co- companies to have on your CV, but uh, that's where he's <laughs> come from. Um, he was previously Facebook's vice president in charge of working with developers to bring games and other content to the Oculus virtual reality headset. Oh. Now, that that sounded like it was going to give me his job title. The vice president in charge of working with developers to bring games and other content. I don't think that was his job <laughs> title. But yeah, so maybe we're looking at making headway into VR content as well, which is quite interesting. Is is that what you've got? Yeah. Yeah. It is. I love my Oculus Quest 2. Definitely, if you get a chance, get a hold of one. It's awesome. Apparently, the idea is for to offer video games on Netflix to streaming platform within the next year. Interesting. Um, I'm on Bloomberg's website reading this, and it says, according to a person familiar with the situation. It's <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> a so good, good source gathering there, Bloomberg. You've, uh, you've got to protect your sources. <laughs> Netflix, just it's another way to just keep people on yep. with them in their app, isn't it? Absolutely. I guess so. Which, which is kind of why Facebook back in the day, you know, got Farmville in and all the, well, you know, whatever yeah. else is. So do you think that's what we'll be doing? You'll be playing like Farmville on uh, on Netflix. Sounds on like it. On Netflix. I don't think they're going to be like streaming PS5 content and things like that, but no, it does sound like they're getting into that sort of, um, apparently it also says the company doesn't plan to charge extra for the content. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Said the person who asked not to be identified because the deliberations are private. That's okay. what it says. <laughs> I kind of that's kind of. Uh, I love this website. Yeah, I, I quite like how that's written. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah, it tells you a bit more about the, the guy. What's his name again? I've forgotten it already. Uh, Mike, Mike Verdu. Verdu. Mike Verdu. Um, it says, "I'm really not. You're, this is why you're the newsman." <laughs> Um, pushing into games would be one of Netflix's boldest moves yet. In Verdu, the company has an executive who worked on popular mobile games at EA, including titles in The Sims, Plants vs. Zombies, and the Star Wars franchises. He also served oh, as go. a chief creative officer for Zynga Inc. between 2009 and 2012. Yeah. What you'll get is like, you can see it happens now, doesn't it? So, like, you'll get A, another property, whatever it is. So, you know, Stranger Things or yeah. whatever you want to pick as a big netflix thing and then they'll just badge up some like sh- shape or pattern matching tetrisy game won't they yeah probably that's probably where and it'll you, start you, yeah you see all that sort of stuff all over the shop now don't yeah. you um but you just get to use like Eleven's face don't you <laughs> <laughs> it's the licensing, it's the licensing part of it i guess definitely. but it's something nobody else is offering amazon don't do it uh disney plus don't do it Sure. So it's it's a whole new, whole new venture for Netflix. I suppose the easy option they they all went for like live sports content, didn't they? Like even Discovery yeah. Plus has got the Olympics streaming over here this year. Yeah. Um, but Netflix have always strayed away from live sports and things like that. So maybe they just decided to go for gaming instead. They obviously know their market quite well. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I thought so. Uh, we'll keep our eye on that. That's yeah. coming within the next year, apparently. So we'll uh, we'll be all over it. Imagine. <laughs> I would not say we need a third show, but <laughs> oh, wow, bottom of, the, bottom of the games stream, bottom of the streaming games. Yeah. I suppose it could become a feature. I don't think I'm not doing three episodes a week. Hundred percent, that's not happening. But uh, well, well, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, that'd be cool. It'd be cool to review a game. Yeah, I'm up for it. We've done game. We've done gaming chat before. Sure. Right. 
Have we got any more news? I've got some. Go for it. Do you want me to take the news baton? Go for it. First one is about a bottom of the stream alum. Okay. Do you remember Joey King? Vaguely. The name's familiar. She starred in Wish Upon. Oh, that's going back a while. <laughs> How good do you think and my memory is? I'm an old man. She's in like the... Uh, is it the kissing booth? I know what you mean. That yeah, tri- I know exactly what that, you mean. Is she in that trilogy? Yes, I think so. Uh, she has become the latest and I would say so far youngest person to sign a first look deal with Netflix. Okay. Uh, through through her All the King's Horses production company. Do you know how old she is? No. 21. She's 21, got her own production company and an exclusive deal with Netflix. Yes. That's impressive. <laughs> You've just got to stand up and say, well done, haven't you? You really have. You've got to give her a round of applause for that. That's impressive. Um, but yeah, she was in Wish Upon, so <laughs> swings and roundabout. No... No projects yet announced, but she has signed on the dotted line with Netflix. So, you know, she's in, in good company because over the last few weeks we've we've mentioned that J-Lo has done something similar. Yeah. Um, Spielberg. Spielberg. Maybe she'll uh, she'll go past both of those in, in due course. Who knows? Interesting. I wonder what she'll do. I don't know. Interesting. I keep yeah. saying interesting. I don't know why. <laughs> I've noticed when I'm editing I say it quite a lot. <laughs> I apologise. Talking of people who have got an exclusive deal with Netflix, I've got a bit more news. Okay. Do you like Meghan Markle? Yeah, I do, actually. Me too. She gets a hard I, rap. But... She, yeah, let's, well, yeah, I could go on for a long time about this <laughs> and the press, but she's all right. She's, yeah. She's all right. He did the right thing. That's that's our, that's our take on it, and that's what we stick 100%. to. 100%. Well, as we know, we've we've reported this a while back, that her and Harry both have an exclusive deal with Netflix as well now to produce original content, and their first yeah. production has been announced. Oh, excellent. They are getting into the world of animation for Netflix. It's the place to be with Netflix at the minute. It really is. Um, they announced on Tuesday that it is developing a new animated series with Megan and the Archwell Production Company, um, which is their, that's the name of their production company the duke and duchess of sussex Uh, the series is tentatively tentatively titled pearl and is about the adventures of a 12 year old girl who was inspired by a variety of inferential women from history oh brilliant um do you want a synopsis yes please oh no this isn't a synopsis it's a statement from megan (laughs) like (laughs) like many girls her age our heroine pearl is on a journey of self-discovery as she tries to overcome life's daily challenges i'm thrilled that archwell productions partnered with the powerhouse platform of netflix and these incredible producers will together bring you this new animated series which celebrates extraordinary women throughout history that's brilliant i i I mean that that's just really worthy i think um you know, uh, my my wife works with sort of young people on a voluntary basis, young uh, yeah, young girls, and and um, they do quite a bit on sort of uh, educating on sort of important females through history, and I, I think it's really important to that that message is is sort of promoted, uh, shouted from the rooftops. You know, don't let your gender or anything hold you back. Indeed. Exactly. Very good, very true. Um, so yeah, no, I'm all, all on board with that. Cool. It says Megan will serve as an executive producer alongside David Furnish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interestingly enough. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Keep your eye open for Pearl, and uh, I'm sure we'll report on it more when we get more information on it. Talking of animation, 
Yeah. It has been announced that Netflix has commissioned a Terminator anime. Ooh, interesting. Oh, I've said it again. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, yeah. there are the eight episodes that make up the season have already been written and handed in. Blind. Um, the showrunner is going to be a guy called Matson Tomlin. Cool name. Now, he is possibly someone who is going to have a big future. He co-wrote the forthcoming Batman movie. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I'm looking so, forward to that. So he's got that under his belt, uh, his utility belt. <laughs> nice. And... <laughs> He's, yeah, he's now going to run this Terminator anime that's coming to Netflix, which I, I like that franchise. Obviously, the two originals are amazing movies in different ways, but I kind of just lost. I don't know what order the rest of them come in. I don't think they make any sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. I, I, I think animation could be quite a good vehicle to do something in that universe. Yeah, definitely. It's, it kind of lends itself to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I'm quite excited by that one, I must say. Me too. So I'm looking forward again, to that. No date as yet, but it is a. It's got the green light. It is a go. So cool. That would be good. Uh, I've got two more bits of news. One of them is Netflix related. Okay. I suppose I've got three more bits. Um, okay. Let's let's go with. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago I mentioned that I'd watched a single episode of World's Most Amazing Vacation Rentals? Yes, I do vaguely remember you saying that. Well, it, I just happened upon a news article today, which I'm sure the timing is not coincidental at all. One of the properties featured has just gone up for sale. All uh, right. A a private island in uh, South Carolina. It's quite, it's a beautiful place, it's got a beautiful view, it's not, it's very plush, but it's not exactly full of mod cons okay. uh, because of its location. It sounds it's like the perfect sale. place for our off-the-grid living plan. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's enough room for sort of, well, there's not much room for crops. Um, <laughs> okay. It's sort of for sale for a cool $1.9 million. That's not that expensive. So... The interesting bit for me is that you can you can still currently go and stay there. You can book it on Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, the going rate for a night stay, $500. That's not bad. That is, up until a couple of weeks ago. Uh, in fact, around about the same time the show came out on Netflix. <laughs> Coincidentally enough. <laughs> because the going rate now for a night stay is $624. <laughs> That's quite the increase. It, it's quite a percentage increase, isn't it? From yeah. just having 10 minutes on Netflix. But there you go. That's the Netflix effect for you. <laughs> and I'm sure it's not a problem getting that money for it. So there you no, go. I'm sure it's not. Okay. Good news. Uh, uh, last little one before we, we do some award season chat. Okay, cool. I like award season chat. We're circling back around to Steven Spielberg. Nice. So he has announced that he's going to be directing a movie about an aspiring young filmmaker. <laughs> okay. Now, he is not saying it's a biography, <laughs> or indeed an autobiography, but he is saying he's making this movie about a young filmmaker and his relationship with his father. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of what all Spielberg movies are about. Anyway. It pretty much is, yeah. Uh, there is no title yet. There is no release date yet. 
but there are a couple of people who've signed up for it. Michelle Williams oh, yeah. has joined the cast. Okay, cool. And Paul Dano. I was going to say Paul Daniels up. then. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Paul Dano's from, cool. From, from the grave. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace, now, Paul Daniels. Now, it just got me thinking. I mean, if anyone is going to do their own autobiographical movie, yeah. Spielberg's the right guy, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. You could have so much people, fun with that. People write books all the time. They write their autobiographies all time, all the time. Yeah, and and you get biopics all the time. You do. I'm thinking, when has anyone done an autobiopic? <laughs> an autobiopic. That's. I wonder if anybody's ever done that. This is a film about me. <laughs> but that's what we might be getting. So definitely worth keeping an eye on because I really thought that was really that. interesting. That's that is really interesting. You could go some really nice places with that. Because he'd, he'd obviously have all the rights to all of his old films as well. So you could like, you could have a cameo from E.T. or a dinosaur or something. <laughs> E.T. Some... riding a dinosaur. Yeah, you could do anything. That's exciting. Duh. I'm looking yeah, that to is that. exciting. That is exciting. I, we'll see. Tune. Well, Netflix have got first refusal, so. On, yeah, some of his stuff. That was a bit woolly, wasn't it? That It was, yeah. It was a weird statement, that was. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, it's not Okay. Like it's, it's not like he's never going to release a film in the cinema again. Yeah, I, I've got one more. Go for it. I think because of the pandemic, like award seasons just seem to have totally bled into like one 18 month long, uh, <laughs> just endless timeline. It really has. Um, it seems like it's been going on forever. We're now getting the next year's award season starting. So okay. the Emmy nominations have come out. In the I, last couple of days. I saw this, and you said you wanted to talk about it, so I've avoided it. So I haven't seen any of them intentionally, so, so I want to live react. That's fine. So um, the awards are September the 19th, so a couple of months away. Yep, not long. Um, I'm going to throw a few categories at you, okay. see what you think. Outstanding drama series. Oh, okay. Oh, there's quite a lot of nominees in these categories. I did not realise. Okay. Outstanding drama series. The Boys. Yeah, good shout. Good show. Uh, Bridgerton. Never watched it, but I heard it was good. The Crown. Again, give up on that. Uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Everybody was all a, over that one. There's a Star Wars in the Outstanding Drama Series. That's mad, isn't it? Um, Lovecraft Country. I gave up on that as well. I quite enjoyed the first oh, did episodes, you? but then it got a bit boring. I never went back to it. Uh, Pose. Never heard of it. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's about it's about a, a several. Well, I was going to say a young a young man, but it then morphs into several young people sort of coming to New York and joining sort of drag houses. And uh, I've seen most of the first series. Some of the performances in it are excellent. Oh, really? Um, it's not always an easy watch, but it's pretty good. Right. So there's that. There's The Handmaid's Tale. I have never watched an episode of that. Nor have I. And yet it does look quite good. But I feel like I'm too late uh, to it now. I'm too late to the party now. And then finally is This Is Us. What's what's sticking out for you there? The Mandalorian, probably. Okay. Everybody was all over The Mandalorian, weren't they? It's, um, I nearly said then. Oh, it's, I can spoil it. It's been ages. Yeah. It's okay. the, it must, must be the Luke Skywalker factor. <laughs> yeah, probably. Everyone loved that, didn't they? I, I, yeah, I, I feel like maybe The Crown seems like an obvious choice, but Bridgerton, Bridgerton did really well. Does, any one of them could win that. 
Yeah, it was very much the zeitgeist, wasn't it? It was, yeah. On trend. Maybe that's the one that gets it. Uh, okay, comedy series. Okay, cool. Blackish. Never seen Blackish. I've heard good things no, about haven't. it. But yeah, same, it. same. Slightly surprised this fits in here. Cobra Kai. Comedy series? Yep, outstanding comedy series. Interesting. I've said interesting again. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a comedy series, but then I wouldn't say it was drama either. So I don't even know where I would... It's kind of like a soap, if anything. Yeah, it is, it? it is a bit soapy, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I suppose comedy's where it fits. It goes. Cobra Kai's awesome. I love Cobra Kai. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. The next one is, uh, again, something I've heard of, never seen. Uh, is it Penis? <laughs> I'm sorry? You've heard of one <laughs> but never seen one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't, it's, on I don't Hulu. it's on Hulu. Okay. What's it about? I don't know. Okay. I don't think it's got over to this country, but it's spelled P-E-N-1-5, like a number plate. Oh, okay. I'm just Googling it, so let me find out what it's about. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the favourites. Oh, it sounds quite good. It's a comedy series depicting middle school as it really happened. Um, two comics, Maya Erskine and Anna Conkle, play versions of themselves as teenage outcasts in the year 2000. Okay, cool. During a time when the best day of your life can turn into the worst with a stroke of a gel pen. That's definitely not made it over here yet. No, I don't think it has. Um, cool, carry okay. on. Okay, next one, fresh from its bribery scandal from the... Um, <laughs> was it the... Uh, what was the other awards? Emily in Paris. What What were they all bribing them at? Uh, end, end of last year. I want to say BAFTAs, but I don't think it was. Uh, what are the other ones? Could have been. Next one is Hacks. Hacks. Not familiar. Hacks. Not familiar with no, that I'm either. Not familiar with that either. Everyone's favourite, and of course the obvious winner, Ted Lasso. Yep, that's obviously going to win. New series is <laughs> and back then, pretty soon as well. It is, uh, and then the flight attendant. That's Kelly Kawoko. Uh, yep, and the Kaminsky method. I've heard of that. I've never seen it. The flight attendant's supposed to be really good, but yeah. you know Ted Lasso's got that hook, line, and sinker. In the back. Do you, want, do you want to do any more? Yeah, keep going. Uh, lead actor in a drama, Reggie Jean Page in Bridgerton. Next James Bond, apparently. Sterling K. Brown in This Is Us. Okay. Uh, Billy Porter in Pose. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Majors in Lovecraft Country. He was good in that, to be fair. Uh, more on him shortly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I suspect. Uh, following this, uh, what we've watched this week. Matthew Reese in Perry Mason and Josh O'Connor in The Crown. Josh O'Connor, he was the guy who played Prince Charles, wasn't he? Yeah, it was Prince Chuck. He'll, he'll nail that. He's got that one. Okay. Uh, actresses, lead actresses. Emma Corrin in The Crown. Again, she'll win that. Olivia Coleman in The Crown. Oh, I love Olivia Coleman. Yeah, but I don't think she's... No, I'm not saying she's bad in The Crown. I don't think she's had much to do in her series. I haven't seen her in The Crown, if I'm honest. I haven't got that far with The Crown. Uh, but I do but, love Olivia Colman. Yeah. Uh, Uzo Aduba in In Treatment. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Moss in The Handmaid's Tale. She's supposed to be excellent in that, to be fair. Uh, Journey Smollett in Lovecraft Country. And MJ Rodriguez in Pose. Do you know, Lovecraft Country's done well, hasn't it? That's like three, mm. all three... Categories, it's taken um, noms. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't point it out because everyone else will Sorry. Uh, suddenly. <laughs> People will have noticed it. I noticed it when I was editing last week. So 
people will will have noticed it surely can i just i don't want to spend loads of time on this but what i do want to highlight yeah is rather randomly but there is a reason the outstanding supporting actor in a comedy okay now see if you can see the thread here right so the nominations are bowen yang for saturday night live okay keenan thompson for saturday night live (laughs) right brett goldstein for ted lasso good shout Brendan Hunt for Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah. Nick Mohammed for Ted Lasso. <laughs> really? Yeah. And Jeremy Swift for Ted Lasso. Wow, that's crazy. You get four supporting actors <laughs> nominations in one show. Yeah. Imagine if Gret- <laughs> Imagine if Brett Goldstein wins that. That's, that'd be mad. I know. That's crazy, isn't it? That four is crazy. Four, four from one show and two from another. Yeah. <laughs> I hope everybody throws everything at Ted Lasso. That Ted Lasso because it is incredible. It's a great... It's worth the price of Apple TV on its own. Yeah, do it. Do if, it. if you're not seeing it, find so it, watch funny. it. It is so funny, and it's so heartwarming as well. It's just nice. It's one of those, It's like Shit's Creek. It's just one of those shows that's just nice. Nice things happen to nice people. Make you feel warm. It does. It makes you feel all warm and cosy inside. Excellent. Good Emmy's talk. I enjoyed that. Are we done with news? We're done. Should we move on? Let's move on. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I have watched. Uh, in fact, last night I watched the season finale of Loki. Oh, me Disney too. Plus. Uh, I thought it was wonderful. I agree. I thought that the season finale was the best episode, I thought. Uh, but I very for, much enjoyed it. the whole season was brilliant. For Just concentrate on the finale for a second. Yeah. For what was essentially three people sitting at a desk talking. Yeah. Oh, and, and just don't forget an animated 30, clock. Yeah, thirty-five minutes of pretty much just exposition. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Same. It was really exciting. It was really, really exciting. It was really interesting as well. It was like there's not many shows that will do that. We'll get to their finale and then just sit you down and talk you through what's gone on. <laughs> people always said that's what Lost should have done at the end. Just had John Locke sitting in a chair talking you about through everything, but. I've never really seen a show actually do it, and that's what they did in this. They just basically sat you down and talked you through what was happening. And what's going to happen? And what's yeah, what's going to happen to an extent? Yeah, where where the so, whole Marvel universe is heading? Yeah, Jonathan Majors, who yeah. was great <laughs> as as he who remains, had basically said, "If you do this, this is what's going to happen," and laid out the plan for the next I don't know five years of movies. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Ballsy, that's all I was saying. It was a ballsy move. I liked it. Uh, and then there was the sting that it's going to come back for season two. Yeah, that's the first, I think that's the first I, one that's I, been renewed. And I don't know when that's going to fit in. No, exactly, where does it fit now? The, there are so many movies coming up. When the <laughs> hell are they going to sneak in time to film that? God knows. And uh, when's that going to be released in the <laughs> scheme of things? Pass. I, Marvel amazes me that they've got so much time and they can just... It's like, it must be like a full-time job for some of these actors. They're just like, oh, which movie am I in this week? I'm going to be in I this mean, one, I'm going to be in that one, I'm going to be in this one. Like I say, the, the he, who, he Who Remains character, Jonathan Majors, yeah, like I say, great performance. He basically said, there's going to be loads of me turning up. Yeah. How's he going to have any time to do any other work? <laughs> An infinite number of himself. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what happens. It really, I, I thought it came off really well. It did. It, set, it really set up the Marvel Universe nicely. I missed. I had to miss out on going to watch Black Widow last Friday because bloody lockdown locked me in. <laughs> but uh, so I'm, I've still not seen that yet, so I need to get get around to that when I'm allowed out again. 
I'm considering it, watching it in the comfort of my own home. For the £30 Disney Plus price. Was it is it? Is that how much it is? Somewhere between 20 and 30. It might be 25. Okay. I'll check. <laughs> I've not I've not looked into it's it. It's pricey. But yeah, I mean, Tom, Tom Hiddleston plays Loki beautifully. He's, he just is that role. He embodies it perfectly. Well, obviously, again, shout out to uh, Boxcar Award winner Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Of course, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, he's great in that as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, bring it on. See what happens next. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Uh, I've watched... I was going to say the whole season, but there's only four episodes and they're only 20 minutes long. <laughs> Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Same. I watched it all as well. I finished it today. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. I had no idea what was going on at any point, but I very <laughs> much enjoyed it. <laughs> it was... Do you know what? I, I, I kind of liked it, but then I got to the fourth one. And I felt like I'd missed three episodes. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> so, what is go- I have no idea what that show was about at all. The first one where it was just zombies in the White House. We never went back to the White House again. There was never any more zombies. It, I don't know. It just seemed to be four different unconnected episodes in a story. I felt a lot happened off screen. I, <laughs> like, I liked the submarine one. There was some really good set yeah. pieces in it. No, there was. And then they were... Yeah, then they were suddenly in China. And then... <laughs> For the third one, they were all back in Washington, and with some sort of monster zombie thing. Yeah, I felt like I'd skipped an episode, like I said, <laughs> but I, I, it was messy. But I kind of enjoyed it. The animation style is beautiful. I, I think it might be the best looking animation I've ever seen. It's just, it just works. It just looks so nice. The attention to detail is incredible. Yeah, it did, it did look good. Um, I'm not. I think some of the voice acting was not the best yeah i'm um, not sure did, did they get the same voice actors they do the games i have no idea i don't know either but that, that it seemed like maybe they weren't like movie or tv show actors they were more like just voiceover guys <laughs> i was a bit like because it was fairly grounded wasn't it for the first three episodes like i said it was fairly small scale yeah. and then you got to the fourth one where there was that huge vat of acid <laughs> under the <laughs> it did kind of just under Andrew's Air Force Base. They kind like... of just jump off a cliff for the fourth one, didn't it? It was just, yeah, just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. But no, I enjoyed it overall. For less than two hours of your life, you'll enjoy it. I think if you're into that yeah. sort of thing, it's pretty easy breezy. Yeah, agreed. How about you? What have you watched? I am going to bring your attention to Netflix's greatest docu series. <laughs> okay. Have you seen or heard of Big Timber? I have not. Please do enlighten. Please me. watch it. It is amazing after we finished recording last thursday i thought i'm netflix recommended it to me so i was like oh, i'll put that on i'm just gonna eat my dinner it's something too easy to watch and then it was nearly one o'clock in the morning and i was four episodes in brilliant <laughs> it's just so good it's about canadian loggers um, okay. they're not necessarily lumberjacks because they don't chop the trees down themselves basically what this guy has leased an area of canadian woodland from the canadian government that's right. halfway up a mountainside and he's basically said i'll just get all the trees out of it for you so he's oh. got this thing for like i think it's two years or a year it's, he calls it it's like a claim this is my bit of land sure. and so he sent somebody in who's chopped all the trees down and then they've got to go and collect them and it's about these guys collecting these logs off the side of this mountain but man it's so good <laughs> the guy who runs the place you've, uh, you've convinced me the guy who runs the place is called kevin wenstob and he is a proper character. He doesn't buy... He's, he owns a sawmill, but he doesn't buy new equipment. He buys battered old crap 
and then gets his son to just fix it. So his machines are just constantly breaking all the time. <laughs> everything he everything he buys is like from the eighties. He's putting these guys in danger. These see some of these cedars are like six foot across that they're trying to yeah. get up this mountain by a chain that's just runs across runs down this mountainside that they have to hook it to. Then it drags it up the side of the mountain. But you've got two guys down there just hooking these chains around these trees. Oh, I love it. And then but then they'll come undone. They'll be caught, they'll just go flying down the oh, it's amazing. And the guy is his right hand man, he's only twenty three, right? He's this young lad. He's called Coleman Wilner. And he just stares deaf in the face. He just doesn't care. He's, he's at one point he trips over and he's like, Oh, I nearly died then. And then the camera goes over and he did. <laughs> just if he'd have gone like an inch to the right, it would have killed him. <laughs> so it just takes it all in his stride. It's brilliant. Honestly, I would I cannot recommend it enough. There's 10 episodes, about 45 minutes an episode. I've done them all in a week. Well, I did them all in about four days. Lovely. Highly recommend. When it starts snowing and they just don't know what to do. Big Timber. I can't believe they made a show with your nickname. <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. It's brilliant. It's really, really, really good. I'm hoping for a second season. Excellent. I'm going to check that out. That's it, though. That's all I've done because I've been... That's okay. I've been decorating. I've been on my quest quite a bit, trying to get some exercise done virtually. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, good. I th- is that about it then? We've got to extend our rods. We have. Do let's do that, let's now? do that before we before we uh, sign off. Definitely. So we're fast approaching the end of our blood ride already. We are indeed. It's gone so quick, hasn't it? Mm. We're into the the second half. So what was it? what was this episode four? Four. Yeah, the six six of them all together. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So this one was called Lab Rats. I assume we watched the same one. I'm hoping we did. Yes. <laughs> what do you think of this one? We did. It was, it was more deliberate than the others. I think so far. Yes, I agree with uh, that. More than any others, you could see this almost being a little stage play. Yeah, like a four or five man show type thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it now. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy this one. I thought, I thought I, it was the I, weakest I, one. I did, I did quite. I, I still carried on with it. I got it. I just. I don't think it was a patch on the other three. If I'm honest, I didn't dislike it, but Same. I know where you're coming from. It it lacked a something. Yeah, there was no like uh, last week. We were talking about they'd got the humour that the show needed into the show, and then this week they took it out again. They, they these five these four episodes so far have all been completely. They feel like they've all been filmed by completely different in different styles, and then just yeah. jumbled together. But they don't seem to be in a proper good order. They. They just seem all over the shop. If that makes sense. Yeah, so it does. So this this one we were at a dinner party, weren't we, with the the like head of a, a huge pharmaceutical company. Um the he knew everyone at the dinner party, they were colleagues or or well, his wife was there, wasn't was Yeah, she? and there were like the four uh, main people that helped him develop this new drug, weren't they? Yeah, and turns out someone had stolen like the um Prototype. Prototype. Uh, when he was going to sort of show it to them, yeah. and so he locked he locked them all in a in a perspex box. Yeah, he got them all into their underwear and locked them all in yeah. a perspex box, uh, and then started to gas them um, until the culprit came forward, which they eventually did. Uh, but then she just gave him the thing back, which, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the guy met a grizzly end, didn't he? Yeah, eventually he got he got his comeuppance. His wife didn't um, like the fact that she'd been locked in this glass case by him, so she locked him in it and killed him. And there wasn't much more to it than that. No, and I was kind of waiting for the the thing to happen, yeah. and then it didn't happen. And then he just got his prototype back, and then 
It it's turned out he'd had it all along, uh, didn't he? Because she'd smuggled it into his pocket at the beginning. Yeah, so she'd, she'd like, loop-armed him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't much is, up for this one. I didn't I didn't think it was that great. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm hoping they've saved the best till last, and the last two are going to knock our socks off. I really hope so. I've really enjoyed the first three, don't get me wrong. I think it's been a good show. It's a, it's a piece of me, this show, but... Yeah, this one just didn't kind of work. Fell a bit flat. You're always going to have that risk, aren't yeah, you? Do you when you're just doing a anthology type type show. Yeah. They're not all going to hit. No, of course but, they are. Um, Yeah, hopefully the last two will finish on a high. So Agreed. we'll see. Cool. Join Excellent. us for episode five next week. Yes, and join us on Thursday on this very feed as we talk about your wild card choice. My season five wild card choice was the Hungover Games. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about this one, man. I I just want to say in advance, thank you for bringing this into my life. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? We'll find out on Thursday. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about a parody movie. Yeah, we've, we've never done, done we've never done a parody before. movie before, so uh, it's going to be an interesting one. So uh, join us on Thursday and we'll talk about that, I guess. We sure will. Cool. We done? We're done. Let's get, uh, out of get off this wave. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Come back on Thursday and we'll talk to you about the hungover games. Cheers. Bye.